Well, hello. You are listening to A Fistful of Truth with me, your host, Delara Essengill. Today is Wednesday, October 27th, and we have a episode on Fistful of Truth every Wednesday night called The Good Anon, featuring patriots, anons, truth seekers, children of the Most High, everyday patriots like you and me that are fed up and we want the truth. We want a fistful of truth. And tonight's guest is someone very special that I've known for some time who will be coming in on the next segment. But before we do that, please visit me at my daily blog. Make sure you check out www.delaraessengill.blog where I am working away to bring you Oh, well, lately it's been kind of like my my replacement Twitter feed, but I'm kind of just sticking to what's happening daily on the blog. But there is a ton of information, lots of articles. You can go to the search bar, enter any topic, Cannibalgate, human cloning, Nubgate. Uh, you could write about uh, saving the children or you could, you could type in, you know, what is happening or even things like Hosea or God is in control, or endurance, or willpower, and you'll get a ton of different articles. Lots of movies there, Knowledge of the Forever Time, don't miss it, Um, The Century of the Self, The Conspiracy Theory of Everything, A Thousand Pieces. Type in John D'Souza, folks, A a Thousand Pieces. You can find a lot of stuff on, on John D'Souza on my blog. It'll take you right to his links. And in the meantime, also check out www.com mydailychoice.com forward slash Delara CBD for Patriot owned products, including my favorite Hempworks, the Hempworks uh, broad spectrum, spectrum, the broad spectrum CBD oil. I take it daily folks. It's great for my immune system. It's great for my inflammation and I can't really go without it. I have been using CBD products for a long time, but this, the quality from Hempworks supersedes all of them and their pricing is terrific and you're supporting patriots they have other products as well they make great gifts their bath bombs are amazing their um they're pretty much anything on their on their site is completely amazing i haven't tried everything yet but there's a lot of great products in the meantime i would also like you to make sure you tune in um this this saturday morning i will be doing a one hour segment with Maria Bernardis, Maria Bernardis, which we do a Monday Matters on the podcast here on A Fistful of Truth. But this Saturday, I'll be announcing that tomorrow, what time and where you can tune in. So without further ado, tonight's guest on the Good and On is the nurse with no name. That's right. The nurse with no name. You can look forward to hearing from her again in the future, but we have all had enough of this bull crap medical system, which is out to hurt people, not help people. And we know that POTUS talked about changing our infrastructure, changing our hospitals, changing our healthcare system. And I am blessed enough to work with some amazing doctors. Yes, doctors that are saying no to the uh, medical system. You can check out these doctors on my daily blog, as well as the podcast credits. Um, You can check them out and their websites are listed. So you can actually seek help from these doctors. They do, some of them do telehealth and some of them do not, but 
either way, um, definitely I did list some uh, very viable and very highly intelligent, highly caring, highly humanitarian doctors that have said no to the system, just like the nurse with no name. So let's, let's meet the nurse with no name. Well, hello to the nurse with no name. Welcome to the good and on on a fistful of truth. How are you today? Hi, Delora. How are you? I'm so happy to be here. Oh, I'm so happy to have you on. You're you're a wealth of of bubbly patriot energy <laughs> and and uh, information and just uh, an awesome person to know. So thank you for being here. Thank you. It's a privilege to be here with you. You've helped so many of us on our journey to understanding what's truly going on and connecting the dots. So I really appreciate it. Thank you. It, it, equally, but right back at you. Um, you have mm-hmm. such amazing knowledge in the great awakening. You're, you're very awake. Um, you have, you're probably one of the most awake people I know. And it's a, it's a refreshing moment to talk to people like you, because then you can just share all your knowledge and not hold back. Right. Yeah, I know. That's why I love you so much. You're all I have. Uh, I'm like, thank God. <laughs> thank God. Thank God for all of us. And you know, I'm just yeah. the messenger. I'm just here just like you. We're just messengers and we're just humble servants. So thank you for thank you for being here today. And um I would like to ask you, um, first of all, if you want to tell the audience um how you know your experiences. Obviously, you are the nurse with no name, so you come from a medical professional background. And I believe you're not working as a, as a nurse in the system at the moment, correct? Yes. No, I'm not working as a nurse right now. I'm actually, I went to the food business, but we're not doing that currently either now because of everything that went down in the mandates. Uh, well, it's funny. Both of us, I'm, a nurse and a lawyer go into the food business or they walk into a bar. I mean, it's like almost <laughs> like a bad joke, right? Yes. So, you know, the same thing happened to me. Uh, the same thing happened to me. So tell us a little bit about your your um, background and your uh, professional experiences in the medical medical field. Okay, well, I have a background in nursing. Um, I hold a couple of degrees in health science. I went to school for many years um, and I have clinical experience in almost every aspect of health. So um, I was also semi-awake before school and I knew that healthcare was being taught and practice backwards. It was being um, treated to be treating a disease instead of uh, preventing it or curing it. And I saw that. Right. And so I had an open eye to what was unfolding in front of me. And it made it kind of difficult to fit into the protocol and adapt because I saw simple solutions and diagnoses to things that were easy instead of the long drawn out ways of the system. Right. Which we're seeing the, you know, it's dark to light We're we're it's really being bought from dark to light. And, you know, now you must show them other people are starting to see just how bad it really is. Right. Yeah. It's, it's getting really bad. And if they can't see they're blind because it's right out in the open. Right. And there's a lot of medical professionals such as yourself, just saying plain old, no, just like professionals in my field, you know, attorneys, I know just saying we, we won't do this anymore. We won't partake in a corrupt system. No, no. And I, I, I also feel bad for any flu shots or anything that I gave. I'm like, oh, regretting all that. I'm like, oh, I can't believe I did that. So I'm sure God forgives us for we knew not what we do. And that's important yeah. for us to forgive others because they not they they don't know what they do, you know, and 
um, you know, you, we were talking right before we got on, hopped on here, you were telling me a little bit about your um, experiences, um, not in hospitals alone, but in, was it, was it nursing care or yeah. uh, nursing homes? Excuse me. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, Cause where I learned the most was on a spiritual level was in nursing homes um, and nursing homes, like their care is different than hospital care. Cause in a hospital setting, you can, well, I worked on the floor in the hospital where we did total knee replacement and total hip replacement. And those patients were just brought in and they were, you know, put in their beds and they had their compression boots or socks on and rotated and gave pain medicine and sent to therapy. It's kind of protocol and it, and it works. It works for that. And they're sent out, but then, you know, there's another aspect of health where you go to the nursing home where they have chronic long-term disease. And there you can't just go by protocol because it doesn't always help those people. And those people need more. And as I was there, I learned a lot. And for me, and um, I was trying to think of an instance to tell you about. So here's one. When I met a young woman there, an old lady there, I'm sorry. Wait, wait, maybe she had a young spirit. So you're, you're yeah, she probably did. Yes. Cause I really connected with her mm-hmm. and I really loved her. So I went there as a student and I just met her and she, um, wouldn't eat. Aww. And when I looked at her charts, it was like for months, not eating. And her husband would come visit her every day at the nursing home. And we would give her like maybe three teaspoons of applesauce at lunchtime. If we could get that in her, it was like nothing to the bare nutrients that she needed. So he came every day to, for lunch to try to get her to eat. Yeah. He came, he, he was there constantly for her. He never like missed oh. a day ever. He was like all there too. He just was, she had dementia and other problems going on with her. And apparently she couldn't speak or hear. Hmm. And, so she refused to, and I pulled her aside one day and cause I saw a spark in her and I knew that there was more to her than she was giving off. And I told her, I was like, listen, I was like, I see that there is something in you and you know, what's going on. I think that you've just given up here and you, you know, you don't want to go on like this. And I was like, but your husband is here fighting for you every day and we're going to continue fighting for you. And I told her, I was like, you know, we all love you. And I prayed with her. And, you know, I was like, if you do anything, I was like, you need it. I was joking with her. I was like, you just need to eat for us. I was like, okay. I was like, I know you can do it. And she smirked at me and she supposedly, (laughs) she couldn't hear, but she smirked. (laughs) And I was like, all right, well, I knew she was there. Cause like the girl's smirking at me. I'm like, all right. Right. (laughs) And we bought her like fuzzy slippers and stuff and made her cozy and like, you know, got her comfy and everything and made her feel loved. And, you know, the next day she came down to lunch and she ate. Wow. Just that and little bit of love. It. Wow. Yeah. Well, it yeah, is the answer. It is. And I bet you, she saw a spark in you cause you have quite a spark. Um, and it takes, it takes two to tango, you know, I mean, it's uh, the heart is a reflection of that, which is sees. And you, you, you've told me other stories before, you know, before this podcast, we've known each other for quite some time and, You've told me other stories about how much heart you have brought truly to all, all the patients and all the people you run across, even to me. And um, God bless you, because what you're saying is so true. And I, I find that there, there are people like yourself out there. You know, the couple of doctors that I've recently um, talked with, uh, Dr. Lewis and Dr. Dr. Lemper, they're featured on the, uh, they're featured on the uh, blog. And um, I know you're familiar with them as well. 
just from having read about them, but um, they too have a very strong spiritual side. And what you mentioned just now is so important, right? The, the spiritual aspect of medicine has been missing for so long. And look what's happening now. How do you feel about what's happening now in the, in the nursing homes? Yeah, healthcare needs a full reconstruction. I mean, it's completely gone out, especially with them putting the COVID patients in there on purpose just to like get them all sick when they obviously don't have the immune system to handle any type of virus coming their way, no matter what it is. Right. You know, it's, and it's already, it was already bad before that happened. I mean, this is just like way worse. And just like you're telling us, that's why I wanted the audience to hear your own experiences pre COVID. And now you've kind kindly actually uh, already answered my second question about how you feel, (laughs) how you feel, this is um, post COVID or during this pandemic that yeah. we're going through that doesn't seem to be really going away anytime soon. Yeah. Well, I just um, think it's terrible now. I could, I couldn't even imagine being in there. I couldn't do it. I couldn't imagine having a loved one there. Yeah. That's very point. scary. Isn't it very scary? It is. I thought about ways that I would like sink my grandma out. If she was there at this point. I'm like, you know, I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't let it happen. I would, Right. <laughs> a lot of a lot of people are afraid of going to the hospital right now who are aware of what's going on. You know, um, I personally wouldn't want to be there um, just because we don't know who to trust and what's happening in these hospitals and who's who's there for a paycheck versus, you know, are they taking care of people or are they letting people die? Exactly. And then, like, who who really knows what's going on? Or are they just being brainwashed by like what's the information given to them do they really i mean they might they might not even be bad they just might be you know don't know yeah yeah well they're rejecting knowledge because everybody doesn't right i mean you you can look online even google you can find stuff about why things why you know the job might be bad for you i mean there's people if people aren't looking that's one thing if people are just being misinformed on purpose and they're being led astray without their fault that's another thing but i think we're seeing a huge we're starting to see a huge number of nurses, doctors, and other medical professionals say, no, I will not do this. I've had enough. Yeah, I think there needs to be more, but we are seeing a large number. I mean, my mom's doctor, he said that he got the job, mm. but he also told her that he voted for Trump. <laughs> well, now, and we have that phenomenon going on because people were too confused and they didn't know. Yes. Yeah. So spiritually, how do you feel about all this? It's just so hard. I mean, I just, I feel that there's so much confusion and like people are just lost and they're not going to make it. A lot of people aren't. Well, I have, I have to sadly agree with you, but then I also have to come back to our spiritual side and say, God is an almighty God. And he does have a lot of compassion for those that have meant no harm in their hearts. So I have to believe that those that are with him are going to, make it through this process and those that are not with him well that's their choice that's what i i don't know i don't know if you've ever had to come to that point in your career where you you see the people who maybe i don't know i should just ask you this question do you think that those who had the spiritual side and you know loved god that were going through illnesses was there a difference between those who did and didn't did you ever notice anything like that or yeah i i think that people that loved God, like was able to have more of a light in their aura to them. And they were, you know, they were different than others that seemed to reject him. I mean, there was young 
patients that had strokes that rejected God, that was like very young and just didn't progress very far. But there's very elderly people that loved God that was getting over things that you wouldn't think they would be able to to succumb from through their faith. I bet you it helped their healing too, right? Yeah. Yeah. It definitely helps the healing. It definitely does. Oh yeah. And it's true. I mean, my one nursing instructor, which I had a really good professor, she said that when she was doing surgeries over the table, that she, when she had people die, she would actually see the spirit float to the ceiling, not just her, but the doctors and people around them, they saw it and saw it go up. And it was something they all witnessed together on more than one occasion. And she taught, she taught us this before we got into it. It was like, this happens. It's real. Have you ever experienced anything like that with patients? I didn't have a patient die. Oh, like, thank God. Was thank in room God. There. Yeah. Thank God. Oh, that's a great <laughs> thing to be able to say as a nurse. I have, I have a doctor um, who's an, who's an anesthesiologist who, who said that to me. He's never had a patient die, you know, knock on wood, praise God. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's unusual and beautiful. And that's probably because you're just, you're so grace, the, the nurse, the praying nurse with no name. Um, can you, can you, to, to wrap this up today? Um, I wanted to also ask you a question. You know, we're seeing a lot of people say no to the medical chaos that's going on and the lies and the corruption. Would you see yourself if the system changes in the, in the future, since the military is in control, since we know that, you know, we know this fake presidency is going to end at some point, And we know that um, our infrastructures, including our healthcare systems, is going to be restored. And we're going to need people like you. Um, I see you trailblazing from in, the, in the near future. But would you consider and going back to work in the medical industry? And how do you see yourself being a part of that in the future when it does change to the better? If it With does these- change to the better. I want yeah. to add one more thing with all the new technologies coming out too. So go ahead. Sorry about that. No. Yeah. If it does change to the better, I, I would definitely like to go back and, you know, help. I'm still helping people now on the sideline, trying to give people advice on, you know, vitamins and things to do to keep their immune system high. So I'm always still trying to help people and doing healthcare, but I would love to go back into work. The only thing that I would want different would be to, uh, kind of choose how we, we do the hours and stuff, not make it so like you're, trapped there because I have a, you know, changed out of the matrix where I'm with my family now. And that's most important to me. Right. And I think that everybody should be with their family and like have as much time with them as possible. And so yep. if somehow I could coordinate the both of that together, then yeah, definitely. I think we're going to be able to do that. I think we are mm-hmm. going to be freed from the slave system to be part of humans humanity loving system and be able to um do exactly what you said spend more time with our families and nurture what's really needed because that's you know health is wealth but it comes from the foundation of our you know living loving habits yeah that's how quickly i learned love and understanding is crucial to the care it's the most it makes the biggest difference absolutely uh my old mentor and friend and client dr masaru imoto proved that our bodies. Uh, made of water, mostly in our vibration, when exposed to love, which is the highest frequency, which is why Jesus gave us that 11th commandment and said, love one another, right? Yes, exactly. I've seen that. I love that. I show that to people all the time. Wonderful. And it really makes a difference. I healed myself and I got to meet Dr. Emoto, who was my final mm-hmm. final touch in healing when I, I had some really serious health challenges in my life years ago. And I learned that, you know, I thank God for that experience. And I thank God for people like you. I went back and, and 
always thanked my nurses in the hospital where I was staying because it was my nurses' positive attitudes. Yeah, the doctors would come in and out. And honestly, they weren't really helping me, but it was the love that I got from those nurses that yeah. helped me. Yes. So, you know, exactly what I'm talking about. Yes, I know. It's love. That's what that's what needs to be put in protocol to these places. Absolutely. And, and that's what cures everything. On that note, do you have any last words for our audience today? Um, I don't think so, Delar. I'm just so happy that you had me on and I love you and I love everything that you're doing. And thank you. I love you back. A lot of stories. <laughs> oh, we're going to have more stories in the future. I'd love mm-hmm. to have you back. Um, and maybe we'll do like a, a guest talk with a couple of the doctors that have, um, that are, are, some have been on the show and some are queued up for this show, but it would be great to have like a little round table. Cause I know you guys, you've met, you've met some of them and um, we can all chat together. How's that? No, yeah, that would be great. I love that. All right, let's do it. All right, okay, everybody. Great. All right, thank you, Tara. Okay, wait, don't hang up yet. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, thank you to the nurse with no name, the praying nurse with no name on a fistful of truth. And we will wrap up this segment in a little bit and tell you what's coming up. Well, there you have it, folks. It's been a pleasure having the nurse with no name on a fistful of truth. You're going to get more truth from the nurse with no name. Um, we're going to have her back in a few weeks, and she's going to talk about um, some more current events and her her opinions and her takes on what's going on as things develop. And uh, I'm just grateful to know that there are people out there like, like our guest tonight who refuse to be a part of the matrix. So the more of us that stand up, um, none of us are free until all of us are free. And I'd like to also um, thank everybody who's supporting this podcast. Thank you for the listener support. If you like what you're hearing, um, I'm going to be covering more and more daily events as things are going to get heated up here in red October, folks. I know we don't want a red November, but there is stuff going on. Um, If you listen to last night's podcast, arrests are happening. But um, tune in. And if you like what you're hearing, you know, the fake news media is not going to tell you what people like myself, like Linda Paris, you can find her at McAllisterTVOnline.com, like Sarge Icons 2020 at Rumble. You can find all these people, these wonderful people. I've listed them in the credits on the blog daily and on my podcast because you guys often ask me, who do I listen to? Well, I don't listen to that many people, to be honest with you. Uh, I listen to God. I listen to myself. I have a lot of crazy experience that happened to me. God let me be a witness to a lot of these crimes of the cabal, you know, having started working off in criminal, criminal, the criminal justice system where I got exposed to, my God, crimes against women and children and special victims very early on in my life. Then I grew up and you can find out more about me in the beginning of the first few podcasts. I talk about how I ended up here so people can understand how and why I know about all this stuff. I also want to mention that I really like um, talking with different people. I'm not in a mental box. Um, I, as an attorney, you have to, well, if you're, you know, somebody with morals as an attorney, which is like, what, two, three percent of us, hopefully that'll change in the near future. There's a lot of us that are disgruntled and maybe we'll all go back to work and fight for justice. But, uh, you know, I'm not in a mental box like a lot of people are. Um, I have been exposed to a lot of different schools of thought. And as an attorney, you have to, especially as a criminal attorney, where you, you know, people's lives are on the line. 
you have to have an open mind or else you've already lost your way in your case. And, um, you know, my belief system is, is not to uh, be locked into any belief system, but to, you know, you go with God and um, follow the truth. And, you know, eventually the truth, the sun and the moon, as Buddha said, those three things cannot be hidden. So that's what we are. We are at the precipice of folks. We are at the top of the roller coaster. You know, when you go up to the roller coaster, I had a great roller coaster in my hometown. It was called the Big Dipper. And you would just go up to the top. It was a, a janky old, you know, wooden, you feel every movement. My God, if I probably sat in this thing today, my back would be thrown out. But as a young kid, um, who cares, right? So you, you get to the top and there was that moment. That's that moment where everything just stands still. That's where we're at. We're about to go over the edge of the roller coaster of truth. And guess what, patriots, truth seekers, and aunts? Nothing, nothing can stop what is coming. So thank you for supporting this podcast. If you're looking for the support link, it's in the description below. And um, in the meantime, thank you for spreading and sharing the truth. That's the most important mission here. No matter what, no matter what happens, keep talking, keep spreading the truth, because that's what they're most afraid of. They're most afraid of your awakening. And guess what, Patriot, Truth Seeker, Anon? If you're listening to this, you're awake. So keep going. God bless you. Where we go one, we go all.